Good evening, Trinity Femme. It is my pleasure once again to be with you this evening as we come together around the Word of God. We're reading this evening from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 2, verses 13 through to 17. Mark 2, 13 through to 17. It reads as follows. He went out again beside the sea, and all the crowds was coming to him, and he was teaching them. And as he passed by, he saw Levi, the son of Alphaeus, sitting by the tax booth, and he said to him, Follow me. And he arose and followed him. And as he reclined at the table in his house, many tax collectors and sinners were reclining with Jesus and his disciples. For there were many who followed him. And the scribes and the Pharisees, when they saw that he was eating with sinners and tax collectors, said to his disciples, Why does he eat with tax collectors and sinners? And when Jesus heard it, he said to them, Those who are well have no need for a physician, but those who are sick, I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners. Amen. Tonight I like to talk about titles and labels. One might say titles and labels are generally the same. One is acceptable and may even be admired while the other is not enviable. Titles are what we get as professionals or according to the work we do or our achievements um, in life, in work, in any field in one way or another. But labels don't come from a good space. Labels usually comes also sometimes from things we have done or what people perceive of us, um, but usually in, in a negative way, you, you make one mistake and it becomes your, your label, you are branded for life. And in, in the gospel that we have read, we find firstly the calling of Levi. Now let's start there. This is a piece that is in all the synoptics uh, about the calling of Levi, except in the gospel of Matthew, the name is not Levi, the name that is mentioned is Matthew. Nothing wrong with the name Levi, but there is a sense that you find that in the gospel of Matthew, when he is the one that is writing, he's using a name that he prefers. And if we could go through like that through life, we would choose the titles that we prefer. And if we could, we would brush off all labels and not adhere to them. 
Here Jesus has called a man, but before the man is seen, the label and the title that he has, he is a tax collector. It is probably a job description, but it is also a label that place him in the position of being unrighteous. He is a sellout working for the enemy that is Rome in downpressing the people. So he is not very well liked. So when Jesus called someone like that, who is not worthy to be called even an Israelite, one who is not worthy. And when he has called him like that, he sees in him and he recognizes him as a human being, as a child of Abraham, as one who is worthy of the love of God. But what the calling of Matthew does is that it brings out many other sinners. You see, if you are a sinner, when we talk about titles and labels, some of the titles and labels we have have to do with class. Many people who sit with those who are of their same class, who are with of their own status in life, and even the labels sometimes would bring people together. So those who are sinners like Matthew or like Levi was, those who are tax collectors, those who are not welcome amongst the righteous, those who cannot eat at the table of the holy people, those who cannot eat at the table of the undefiled, ceremoniously clean, find themselves having a group of their own coming together in their own to become a solence to each other because they have nobody else. So when Jesus calls one of their own, they feel that we now belong. So there is now a new table that is set in the house of a sinner. The sinner's house, the sinner's name is Matthew. The sinner's name is Luke. The sinner's name is you. The sinner's name is me. And Jesus is sitting at our table because he has come not to care about the titles, but to show us who we are in the eyes of God. He has come to teach us how to look at ourselves through the eyes of God. He has come to restore to us the dignity that society does not award us the rights that politics don't give us, the power that money cannot give us, the level that class does not award us. And so when we are sitting around that table beginning to feel important, the importance does not come from the banquet itself or the spread on the table. No, the table, the, 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 the joy and the celebration comes from the fact that Jesus, the Son of God, the ultimate holy person without a stain or a blemish, the healer, the miracle doer, the power of God. And because we are reading the gospel of Matthew, we would, uh, of Mark, we would take it as Mark is calling him. He is Jesus the Christ, the son of God. 
sinners sitting at a table headed by the Son of God. All titles, all labels fall off. For we get a new identity in Christ. When we look at what is happening, we see the celebration is so big that it is attracting those who normally would not look at this place, this house of sinners, this group of defiled people, this unworthy number of people. But the presence of Jesus makes it a table worth reckoning. Now, the other people come with titles, and entitlement, the Pharisees and the scribes, and they ask, why is Jesus eating with the sinners and the tax collectors? It is funny that these are people who did not accept Jesus for who he was and did not particularly like the work he was doing, the work he was doing. They were forever testing him, but yet they want to keep him away from others. They would not accept him, but they don't want others to have food with him. It is funny that they regard Jesus as one who should not be conversing, socializing, eating, mingling with these sinners. So they ask, why is your teacher eating with this? But look at how I think in the answer that Jesus gives. I see what he is doing at the table because what he is doing at the table is that those who cannot speak for themselves, he's answering for them. He's speaking for them. His presence speaks volume, not only in the release and in the development, in the uplifting of those who are at the table, but also very clearly to those who are not at the table. Mind, they ask his disciples, why is your teacher doing this? They don't talk to him directly. But Jesus does not give his disciples an opportunity to answer because this is his problem. This is his business. This is his purpose. This is his goal. So he directly answers because he does not want his disciples to deal with issues that are related to him when he is there and he can speak on his own. And so he says to them, You who are righteous don't need a physician. Stay with your righteousness. But this physician is coming for these sick, these sinners, these tax collectors, these unwanted, these unworthy, these poor, these wretched. These are the ones I have come for. It shows that the Pharisees note the difference that the presence of Jesus makes to a table. 
and in criticizing or critiquing his presence what they want is they realize that the presence of jesus changes a status of those around the table so what they are worried about if their status changes what does it say about our status if jesus is a healer the restorer of lost souls the giver of life, if he gives them that, what does it mean to us? Because for some people with titles, with status, their strength is depending on the weakness of others because without those who are weak or seem weak, they would not have the strength. I invite you this evening to check yourself. Jesus, is at the table as we gather around his word we are invited to the table check check yourself are you coming to receive this beautiful life or are you going to miss out on the gifts that god is bringing because you are worried about maintaining your status, maintaining your authority, maintaining your advantage, maintaining your privilege, while Jesus is coming to give so much more than that. But there are times when privilege will not speak. There are times when labeling will not keep people down will not keep people in the corner that we have awarded them in that space where they are far from us because Jesus will go into that space and he's coming into that space, changes the space, alters it in such a way that what used to be the center now becomes the periphery and the periphery is not happy with the position because he does not know how to be there. Jesus did not come to make a center and a periphery, but we make it as we label others, as we claim titles and status for ourselves. May the Lord Jesus recognize, help us recognize the round table that we are seated at. The main idea of this table is not for one to be above the other, is not for one to be lower than the other, but is for us to enjoy the presence, the feeding, the care, the stability, the love, the life that comes with Jesus. May the Lord bless us. Sleep peacefully. Amen.